0: Hey, Wrestling Fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl, Kat, a.k.a. the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady, Kayla. Hola! And our resident jester, Jolie. So Oh, we are recording this on in the afternoon on Sunday, April 11th. Tonight will be WrestleMania, and, we'll, of course, we'll do all the re- WrestleMania recaps later. It's the end of a crazy-ass week in wrestling. You've seen the people in the indies tearing it up all over Tampa. Last night with WrestleMania, We'll, like I said, we'll get into that later. And then, of course, um, Wednesday and Thursday, we had NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And it's like, Jolie and I were talking about this a little bit. It's like, after Stand and Deliver, it's like, damn. How's WrestleMania going to measure up? So, Jolly, overall about Stand and Deliver.
1: Stand and Deliver raised the bar, definitely. Actually, that's any NXT uh, takeover, in all honesty. Every time there's a takeover uh, with a prominent show, sometimes that show falls flat on its fucking face. Um, we, Like I said, we will go into WrestleMania later tonight, but I will say this about night one of WrestleMania is, holy shit, <laughs> you know, They went toe-to-toe with NXT for once, and I absolutely goddamn loved it. So, you know, this is the first time that you can't pick which show was the best. The only thing you can do uh, so far of the three shows is pick the best matches, and that's actually tough as well. But, yeah, no, NXT raises the bar, and I was actually very proud, especially with all of the, the delays And everything like that. And, you know, I literally had to leave my, my, my workstation last night. And I told my coworker, I said, look, I need to see this. I walked outside, had my phone open, put the volume up as loud as I could just to hear Drew's theme coming and all the cheers. I just needed that. I'm like, you know, I, I'm trying not to cry. And then I, you know, compose myself, get back in because we had grips coming in. But it's like hearing the crowd and even the crowd with NXT just felt so alive, so vibrant, so amazing. Um, it's nice to see fans back. Uh, I don't know how they're going forward with this because it'll be a little odd without the fans again. I feel, I really wish that there was some way that they could do what they're doing with NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep the Thunderdome but also keep like, you know, a minimum couple thousand fans to come in just to give it that vibrance. And I think if they if they figure out how to do that, especially with having to leave Tampa's um Ray's Stadium since you know it's baseball season now yeah and the Lightning are still playing so really can't go there until they're done so it's just like you know I I really hope wherever they find next they're able to add an audience at least to some degree because I think that's the one thing that AEW has over WWE right now is the fan base but I feel that AEW has done it wrong especially with all the, they can now go to full capacity. New, no. new, no. I saw Texas stadium. I'm like, all right, 10% of you motherfuckers are going to get COVID.
0: <laughs> I do know that they do have a place set up for the next Thunderdome. at some center. I'm not sure the exact name of it or location. I'd have to look it back up again, but I definitely agree with your point. If, if they're, when they transition to a new Thunderdome, thunderdome um i do would like to see some kind of like mix between like the screens with the virtual fans and then actual fans in attendance because it's like after like takeover and then what we saw with night one of wrestlemania um it's just like yeah they i wish they could get some kind of incorporation with that again but um kayla your overall thoughts on takeover
2: i thought it was pretty good um like julie stated sometimes nxt takeover It's kind of just like, okay, what's the point of this kind of thing? I actually believed it was pretty good. Um, Regardless of some of the outcomes of the matches, um, you could really tell that everyone's heart was in it, and they did as best as they could, even though we may not be satisfied with how it went down. But um, I believe they actually finally put their whole heart into TakeOver, and kudos to all the winners and the losers sorry guys but (laughs) all right. so
0: let's get into let's get into the matches themselves and let's do a little something different for once because I know all three of us are not fans of Meltzer's but let's do our own version of uh, anti-Meltzer like rating these damn matches and everything by our own standards not his stupidity
1: there's a lot of stupidity there (laughs)
0: <laughs> Amen. Verdad. Social truth. Okay, so uh, pre-show night one, we had Zoe Stark t- versus Tony Storm. I honestly didn't get a chance to see this match, so y'all gonna have to help me out on this one. Uh, Kayla, did you see this match?
2: I did see enough of it to talk about it. Like Jolie stated, Zoe, uh, Zoe Stark was on fire. Um, I do love Tony Storm. Um, she is um, absolutely one of my favorites. Um, but Zoe killed it, and um, that was definitely a very well ma- very well match, and it's I'm really excited to see what Starks has up her sleeve in NXT, and who her next competition is, so um, I'm going five. Okay!
1: Alright, Jolie? Zoe Starks was definitely somebody special to me when I saw her go toe-to-toe with uh Raquel Gonzalez and the fact that she could have beat her many times that means that that's somebody that's going to be a next uh, opponent for Raquel in some form and most likely uh Frankie Monet as well because I can't wait to see that matchup because we all know who the hell Frankie is I know those Cavs
0: okay yeah definitely for sure
1: um <laughs> uh, well no she was joking about it with Chelsea Green on Twitter so it's like it was funny as hell but <laughs> no uh Tony Storm is an amazing athlete uh, but Zoe just whooped that ass. And I feel that Tony needs uh, a change of direction. So I don't see possibly Tony um, much longer in NXT. She could get called up either right away um, or get called up soon. Definitely a five-star match, in my opinion. Um, just because even though it's a pre-show match, they delivered on everything. as she kicked out of fucking Storm Zero. Oh, she kicked out of the finisher. So to me, that says she's special. So, oh, yeah, yeah, five stars right there. Fuck you, Meltzer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally it, it, it's like I can imagine that and everything because it's like before she got signed with NXT. It's like I told you, I saw her in December at a Mission Pros event and it's like her and la rosa negra is just like with toe to toe anybody could have won that match so it's like i'm so happy like with the direction that she's going in NXT and i'm so i'm so happy for her all right so the first match to the actual show I, I i don't want to get into this one too much because neither one of us are happy with the outcome it was extremely technical but i at least want to get your rate your rating on it uh Dunne versus Kushida. jolie
1: i give it a four a solid four all right um just for the technical purposes alone, it loses a point for the winner. <laughs> okay. Kayla? Short and sweet to the point. I give it a four as well.
0: All right. They both
2: killed it, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah four. yeah. four is a good one. Okay. All right. So the six-man gauntlet eliminator match, uh, winner to face uh, Gargano for the NXT North American title. Bronson Reed, Swerve Scott, Karen Grimes, LA Knight, Dexter Lewis, Leon Ruff, my choice, Bronson Reed won. My choice. <laughs> I had to throw that in. Sorry.
1: Uh, well, was your, While it was your choice, it still didn't make sense story wise. But again,
0: I, I I said it myself. I said Dexter Lewis makes choice better choice because of the storyline and everything. But um, but my personal choice was Bronson Reed, and you could tell who after speaking the storyline. You could tell who. La Knight's next feud is going to be with after, as a result of that match. He did. Yeah. All right. So, uh Kayla. All right. What's your thought thoughts on the match and your rating?
2: Thought it was pretty good. Um, they all pretty much dominated. Um, I absolutely loved how Dexter crawls into the ring and just scares everyone completely crapless. Oh, <laughs> um, it's like yeah, no, I don't want nothing to do with that. Um. Like we predicted, uh Scott and Ruff was going at it with each other. Um, kinda hope was kinda hoping they would, you know, try eliminate each one of them would eliminate each other, but it didn't go down like that. Um,
1: I'm going with four. Alrighty. Jolly? Match was definitely very entertaining. Uh Leon Ruff actually gave me a shit ton of confidence in his ability. And swerve they actually gave him a lot more uh, confidence over the heavy favorites of loomis and la mm-hmm. <clears throat> they even gave grimes uh, the redneck million uh, ted dibiase ripoff <clears throat> when you wanted ted dibiase and you ordered from wish <laughs> <laughs> oh my love, God. It. <laughs> love it um like the, the, he's a i love his athleticism he's great i love his enthusiasm he's a good heel uh, but you know, the fact that they gave those three guys the push, the rub to be the final three competitors in that match, uh, it's definitely a solid four and a half actually for me, just, it would have been five if Dexter won.
0: Um, no, it was a good match overall. It's like with the heat that, uh, Swerve and, um, Ruff have had, uh, towards each other lately, it was a good way to start off. And there was definitely some shock and awe throughout the thing. Especially, I was actually shocked that when Dexter got uh, eliminated. But uh, in the end, like I said, my pick won. So, but um, overall, with the match and everything, um, I think I'm gonna give it a. I think I'm gonna go ahead and give it a solid
1: four as well. Ah, let's see.
0: Did I give a rating on Dunn and Kushida? I forgot already.
1: Yeah, you gave it a four. We okay. we all went four.
0: Okay, thank you. My brain sucks sometimes. All right. Some? Hey, 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 hey. All right. Next up, Walter defending the NXT UK title uh, championship against Tommaso Ciampa. Yikes. Uh, yeah, it, it, if you wanted a picture, if you never got a real close-up picture of how dangerous and powerful Walter can be, look at what he did to the damn announce table broke that shit in half pretty much ah yeah yeah okay, this match i'm gonna give it a four and a half because these two absolutely killed it uh to my, this actually my i was talking with my husband and everything this actually felt like um the match at the end of Rocky four when they're in Russia, Rocky versus Drago chompa came out clean shaved ripped, he looked ready to go. And these two, it, it could have gone either way. But in the end, of course, Walter it ended up picking up the win. But I was, like, so overall impressed with this match and everything. So i definitely give it a four and a half.
1: <sighs> Jolly, Yes. Um, I'm glad we don't have uh, interactive TVs yet or VR because that would hurt. Like, I winced every time he chopped, like, when he did the first chop and then he, he uh, hurt his hand so he couldn't do it anymore like, you know, I winced every time. Um, but, you know, I think the thing that made me happy was seeing a clean shave in Champa When the head was shaved, you knew game was on. And that match was everything that I thought it would be and more. Honestly, I give that match a fucking solid four and a half as well. I mean, the announce table, like, I'm glad they were able to fix the announce table and get a new uh, cover on top of it. They're probably praying to God that it didn't get broken before. That was probably the night twos one, So they're probably praying to God that didn't get broken. Right. But yeah, no, that match was everything. I was so proud of Ciampa. Um, hell, Walter made me believe that nobody is taking that title from him. Like, legit. I mean, I honestly feel that his interview with Joe... Made it seem to me that he might relinquish the title. Ah. And when he relinquishes the title, he's going to bypass NXT and go main roster. I can see that. Because, like, in my mind, the first thing that popped in my head was Bobby Lashley versus Walter.
2: Ooh.
1: And then Drew versus Valter. Because actually, I think there is a match... Of those two way back in the day. I'm not 100% sure. But like, you know, oh, okay. then Keith Lee and Walter. And it's just like all these matches popped up in my head. Then I'm thinking, can he break Matt Riddle? If he chopped Matt Riddle, would he actually physically chop it in half like the table?
2: Oh, God.
1: Can that happen? <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I, I I mean, Matt Riddle is a great athlete. I give props to him. He just annoys the fuck out of me. He really does. And... Yeah. You know, but yeah, no, that match, whatever Walter does, I, I can't wait to see what he does next and if Imperium follows them. And if Imperium follows them, you know, that's somebody for the tag division. And, you know, you got Wolfgang who was a part of the WWE main roster with uh, Insanity, but I feel that Imperium would be a lot better suited for main roster than, well, I mean, it's all the same fucking roster, but for Raw or SmackDown, than insanity was insanity is a lot more indie-ish and as much as we loved insanity they never really got over on raw or smackdown and that's not their fault it's um it's just the crowds at nxt nxt uk are different than raw and smackdown they're completely different
0: and it also didn't help that they went up without nikki
1: that is definitely true and the fact you know but i am loving the whole drake maverick and killian cross duo and he just fucking, sorry Jesus, <laughs> fuck killian cross that'd be an interesting match though <laughs> killian versus cross I, i'd actually be there for that one but no uh, dane and um drake like he just abuses the poor little guy you know you have nikki saying don't kill him and there he goes, power bombing him on uh, to Fandango. It's like poor Fandango number one, then poor Drake for being used as a weapon. And then he carries part- them out every time, though. I know <laughs> that's the best part. And he's like, you know, I, I think, uh, I think they said, all right, fine, you got your job back, but you're going to be a comedy stick. Don't worry, you don't have to piss your pants this time. But are you willing to do that? And he's probably like, I have a job. Fuck yeah. But I mean, it, it actually works. It honestly works. It's like the odd couple. Yeah, it really fucking is, and. It's like, I kind of want Nikki to go down and try to manage him for a little bit. Just she's, not to doing, she's not doing anything right now, so shit. Let, I mean, I know she's not doing anything right now, but let her focus on her schoolwork. That's true. So, you know, I, I kind of see her not being on TV as a blessing for her to get her, her shit done. But I miss seeing her on TV because I love to see crazy Nikki versus crazy Alexa and who, who recently just came out and said she does not want to go back to her old character. Ooh. She wants to stay this diabolical and this, this, like for a while. She doesn't want to go back to being a, a face or anything like, you know, sweet and fun. I'm, I'm fucking here for it if she stays this way. Like if she stays in the fiend's family, but they need to make the family bigger. I'm sorry. Yeah. The family needs to get bigger. Alex yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm all for that. Everything. Uh, Kaylee, your thoughts on the match and your rating.
2: Um, Walter and Champa—they both killed it. Um, like Julie stated, those chest hits, man. Like I said, if it, we were part of the, you know, interaction with the TV, it kind of, in a way, it just like, ooh, you know, it does make you hurt on some of those moves they do. Needless to say, Walter is dominant. We are curious to who is going to take him down. If he relinquished the title, that would, you know, make him look even more dominated. Like, huh, I don't, nobody's going to be able to take me down. Above um, all, it was a great match. Um, kudos for Walter for being holding the title as long as he has. Um,
1: and we'll give it a four and a half as well. And also, kudos to the fact that he played it very safe with some of those moves. Um, Walter has to be one of the safer wrestlers that I've seen in the ring, especially with somebody that has had neck surgery the way that Champa has. So, like, props for him for being that safe. And uh, fucking hell, what did you do? A fairy tale ending off the top rope? Mm-hmm. hmm Motherfucker, dude. Champa, please, you gave me a fucking heart attack. I know it's like some of some of those moves and everything. It's like he ended up like
0: holding his head and holding his neck. I was like, hmm It's like sometimes it's like, uh, especially with the the sanction match, and we'll get to that and everything. It's like, some of those moves like hurt and everything it hurts so much that you feel it yourself
1: and it's just like oh you mean like the hair whip last night Uh, (laughs) did you see the did you see the cut on her her body Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) she's gonna be feeling that for a while oh my god
2: i felt Uh, it and it wasn't even on me And
0: it's like she got the worst than what Becky did because Becky had like a full like uh her full gear on and everything, so it's like it covered it covered her like abdomen and stuff. When uh, Bianca did it, and and of course last night it's like Sasha got it on bare skin, so it's like yeah, Sasha had the worst of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, let me do a little sideways real real quick. Um, Jolie, I know you were curious about this Uh, a couple weeks ago. Was it? Yeah, a couple weeks ago we had a. Killa kate on the show she was an indie wrestler from dallas and she was gonna head to florida for a couple shows and everything one thing she was like um interested in doing is like getting she's a taco lover and of course texas that's we're big with tacos and everything so jolly you were asking me if she uh, found the tacos she was looking for yeah Okay, so I she uh, I I said, hey, uh, hey, Kate, did you find the tacos you were looking for in Florida? She said, yes, they have some great street tacos in a food truck at a GCW, very tasty. And it's like, you can never go wrong with the taco truck. Oh no, never. Never. It's like some of the littlest dives have the best food. God So it's just like, oh so it's like i'm glad she got the taco she was looking for and from what i saw of her tweets and everything she had a blast in florida okay
1: speaking of gcw nick gage versus moxley holy fuck (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's great (laughs) how does renee do it
1: um i think she uh well she would probably be drunk but now she's got the baby so i don't know what the hell she does now she probably cooks and then makes him eat it when he gets home when it's all cold and like she doesn't care so you put me through this shit this is stress cooking eat it motherfucker
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like she's dealing with all this right? it's like she deals with the craziness and everything yeah she usually yeah she usually probably drinks and everything but uh, <laughs> i think she can't wait to get the baby out just so she can drink again <laughs> oh my god but yeah, no, it's like it, it was like a good all seeing all the tweets and everything from like the people the indie wrestlers in Florida is like it warmed my heart so much. It's like uh Casey Catal, we had her on the show before. She celebrated her 30th birthday there. Uh D
1: Rogue. Uh he D Rogue got- who not only wrestled in many matches this past week but apparently did some sexy dancing in the ring. D Rogue. <laughs> And you know you are a big big uh, friend of the the gay community, and you still haven't learned what Twink means. Come on now,
0: yeah, yeah, apparently he got it uh, him and a few buddies uh got their uh, magic mic on in the ring, and it's like i when the picture I saw the picture on Twitter and everything, they were like facing that way, so I only saw their backs and but I saw the long hair and it was at uh Faye Jackson's event, And so I knew it was him. I was like, well, uh, is that you d <laughs> but um but he's originally from tampa so he got to go home for all this so i was so happy for him and then just this yeah a lot of the indie wrestlers and everything just tore it up and that just had the best time i could i mean i could tell and it makes me even more excited
1: because Dallas this, next year the the, the 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 sad thing is and the funny thing is it's, it's sad and, and happy at the same time and funny because it's like this is what we missed last year this is what the pandemic did to us. A lot of this was scaled back to help with the pandemic. So next year, can you just imagine how crazy it's going to be and how happy these people are going to be that we're going to probably most likely be back in full force. It, it, we're going to have a full AT&T stadium with over 100,000 people. Possibly over 200,000 people if, they, if Vince is smart and keeps it at two nights. Yes.
0: I, 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 I will wait, say this.
1: I, I will say this. This whole WrestleMania week, and we will get back to NXT in just a second, but this whole week, starting from Monday Night Raw, Hall of Fame, two nights of TakeOver, SmackDown, though it should not be treated like a pre-show, motherfuckers. It should be the go-home show. Not a pre-show. Not a pre-show go-home show. Just a go-home show where you wrap everything up nicely, storyline-wise. And then two nights of Mania where you're not destroyed because this this pandemic has been a blessing in disguise because we are not oversaturated with wrestling in the one night capacity we are oversaturated in wrestling over a week so next year you'll have access and the if they do this the right way, if they do it like they did this year with Axis, you're gonna have many more stars able to come in instead of like you know jam-packing all the NXT on one people because they have takeover. But if you split takeover up, you can split up the NXT people over there. Same with, with the WrestleMania. You can split people up, they're not gonna get overworked, they're not gonna get overtired, they're not gonna be there from 10 o'clock in the morning to 1 a.m. the next morning. You're gonna have fans that are happy that they get to go home around 10 11 and not have to stand outside in the freezing rain at 1 a.m. This is the best platform and this has been the best WrestleMania week ever. Like I have like I was in legit tears yesterday before work because I put on a WrestleMania Spotify channel and the first song that came on was Shinsuke's theme. Mm-hmm. And my mind went back to WrestleMania 34 when Nita Strauss and all those violinists played him in and the crowd went fucking nuts. So yeah, this is the best way to do it. Okay. Remind
0: me to put a poll up after we get done with this. As far as like, should WrestleMania going forward be in two nights?
1: And In all honesty. And I, I'm, I'm looking at this way, if they want to make back the revenue that they've lost, Two nights is the best way to do it.
0: All right. All right. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Remind me to put that up after we get done with this. Okay. All right. Back to takeover. Because we still have two more matches for night one to go over. All right. Triple threat tag team match for the vacant tag titles. MSK, Grizzled Young Veterans, Legado del Fantasma. I'm going to go four and a quarter. And because it's like um, it had a little bit more... Uh, it had a little bit more excitement than like say like uh, the six the six man gauntlet or the kushida and uh Dunn match it had a little bit more excitement um so, some of the moves like like msk and Legato did it was just like outstanding and this was like a high this like a high octane match and MSK winning, I, we all said it last week when we did our predictions and everything, MSK winning was the best thing that could have happened out of this because it definitely gives like a younger, fresher, active vibe going forward with the tag titles and the tag team division and everything. So kudos to them, four and a quarter on this match. Uh, Jolie?
1: Definitely give this match a uh, uh, four and a half, actually, okay. just because of the fact that Crystal Young bested, um the legion of doom move so you know, i like that throwback there because you know legion of mm. doom was uh, a tag team that i always loved as a kid just because i love oh what a rush! you know <laughs> when that came on like you know shit was going to go down and so yeah no this this match had everything and the right tag team won i mean i i've never it, it's definitely the spark the tag team division has and you know i will say this this is the tag tag team division that you know needs to spark the main roster division so we'll see what happens after that but definitely a well worth it match
2: all righty kayla um i'm gonna give it a four and a half as well um msk winning um we've already know how they were in the ring and just the fact that hey let me get their names right carter Went up, slid into the ring as much as he could, even though he was getting held back and was hanging on the lee like, Nobody, you ain't tapping out. You ain't tapping out. We've made it this far. Um, even at the fact, even at their worst in the match, they still had each other's back. So, congratulations to MSK for finally winning tag titles. Now prepare for everyone to be after you. <laughs> so, um, but no, above all, four and a half, um, absolutely loved it. And the spunk and the agility and everything so and like Julie stated um it's nice to finally see you know a younger tag team holding the titles so I believe it's going to be a little bit more challenging for the NXT titles now
0: all right okay I'm gonna do a quick swerve real quick because I was just checking Twitter for like a few things and everything and um yeah I wanted Aja Smith to um rough the match last night but it ended up being uh, Brian Nguyen. And he actually just tweeted out a couple hours ago. He said, can't express the feeling to not just officiate the main event of WrestleMania, but what an honor it was to be the referee for such a historic match between Sasha and Bianca. So that was cool. I just had to read that real quick. <sighs> All right. Main event, night one. Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, First This was the right match to main event night one. Both of these ladies absolutely
2: killed it. Kayla, go ahead. Um, Absolutely. They both killed it. Um, EO tried everything she could. You know, Raquel, it's just the momentum that both of these had going into the match. Um, I was glad that it was won the right way with um, no Dakota Kai, Mm -hmm. which is a plus. Um, Congratulations to Miss Raquel Gonzalez for winning. EO, and I'm going to congratulate you as well because you dominated as an NXT women's champion as long as you did. Um, I'm going to go with a five on this one because both ladies killed it in that ring. All righty. Jolie?
1: Without a shadow of a doubt, with her jumping off the fucking skull of five. <laughs> right? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. EO, stop giving me a heart attack. No, this match, you had EO throw everything at Raquel. And you had Raquel throwing basically almost everything until she threw the kitchen sink at her and knocked her the fuck out at the end. But I liked that they kicked out Dakota Kai early. I liked that it was just a straight up match between them, that it was brutal. Um, You know, I love the fact that they can do matches like this and no blood or guts are needed. And I I love that about this. And, And this is the best fucking women's division ever. And Raquel proved that she deserved to be at the top and my respect for her, um, you know, because she did thank, I think, she, no, Raquel, uh, I mean, Dakota did, uh, tweeted out like, you know, you know, EO was a fantastic champion. Like she was very, even though she wasn't like in the match, she was very uh, humble and, you know, it was just like, I love the humbleness of some things. Like when they did all the backstage interviews, Raquel was humble. She was mm-hmm. kind of cocky, but she was humble. Right. The only one that wasn't humble was Karrion Cross. He was a fucking dick. <laughs> he was. You cannot say that he was not a dick. <laughs> I know. know.
0: Kayla has some thoughts on that later.
1: But, you, you know, I love the humbleness uh, from both of them. Uh, they just gave everything. And if EO comes up to main roster, I can't wait to see the havoc that she does. And I can see her crazy ass jumping off top of the hell of cell. <laughs> Uh, so solid fucking sure. five
0: okay yeah five for me too uh y- y'all said enough and everything it was it was like a total banger and everything now uh before we get to night two, jolie i think you kind of referenced it already and everything but with that video that came out after the show went off the air this is was this our send-off
1: i think it was because think about the match that eo and ria had and then she's like oh, i'll come back and i'll i'll uh i'll Say my, you know, I'm not leaving yet. And then she loses to Raquel, and then she's gone. And now she's challenging for the women's spree. Is challenging for the title on on tonight. Mm-hmm.
0: You
1: know, uh Sunday.
0: But uh, I, I already said it's Sunday, so it's
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's just it was an amazing fucking send off. And I think if this is her her swan song, this is her her goodbye. And if this is also another person's goodbye. I feel that, that they got the best matches out of those people, and I can't wait to see how they wreak total and utter havoc up on Raw and SmackDown. I have a feeling that everybody's like, oh, they'll do her dirty, they'll do her dirty. Uh, I have a feeling, no, they won't. And um, Kari Sane, you're an asshole for tweeting and trolling us about you on a pirate ship unless you show up tonight but still last night you and Becky man you and Becky are giving me <laughs> fucking heart attacks you fucking assholes so, so uh, my my tune might change later tonight and I'll say I will uh, uh, put a retraction uh, apology but right now Becky, Kari, you're both assholes fuck you yeah because
0: uh, <laughs> I saw the one she put out last night after the main event and I was like going, Jolie you better get your girl here <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm mad, mad. Like you know, don't this. This is the one thing that bugs me. Kari, I understand maybe not be able to come over because of travel restrictions. I'm okay with that. I like the little you know, saying her coming after Bailey. I would love for her to have one more match against Bailey. To be perfectly yeah. honest, I would love for her to have that like you know, actual retirement match. Um, but with Becky, it's been almost a year since we've seen her. Like legit, seen her. We've seen pictures, like yeah. briefly, of her in the shadows and her back and her sleeping with a baby. But I think that a lot of like, yes, we want her to come back. We've been wanting her to come back. We've been, she's been teasing us since Royal rumble and now the whole Rhonda shit. Yeah. And you know, I I don't even know where Charlotte is right now because she was dressed in, in rundown gear on like a picture on Instagram. I don't know if it was from last night or yesterday. So it's like, is she backstage too? Like, you know, what's going on? I mean, I know Becky posted an Instagram picture um of the main event of of bianca winning saying congratulations and like the history stuff but it's like you know that that could be a hotel like that because apparently they moved back to la they don't live in uh, iowa oh la or tampa no they they live in la oh so i don't see her ass flying back to la if she's in tampa so they're probably staying at a friend's house you know or somebody's house i mean i know there's plenty of people that live in that area you know yeah so, if anybody that lives in an that area that's wrestlers that can give out some of the secret high uh, p- pictures, She's just a proof of uh, a proof of life of uh, the uh, one Becky Lynch, um, be greatly appreciated for her fans that are going absolutely fucking nuts because we missed the fuck out of her. And honestly, I feel that she would spark um, the women's evolution back again. But please, for the love of fuck, do not have a uh, you know maternity ward match. Who you gonna face lacey evans hey what the fuck you crazy bastard it's the irish in her you should know this bloody hell <laughs> fucking crazy irish i know right yeah, oh. yeah but right now my fucking i, I i'm my, my irish better come through tonight or i'm gonna be fucking pissed seamus you better fucking win i already lost with drew and devlin you motherfucker well no i picked santos to win but you know <laughs> All right,
0: before we get all carried away here. Kayla, uh, real quick, uh, uh, EO, was that her send-off last night?
2: Um, It can go either way. So um, regardless if it is or not, um, she will dominate, continue to dominate, continue, you know, fight her way through NXT. Um, But if it's her match for the main roster, then watch out, people. (laughs) One of the – you thought Asuka was bad – you got another wicked Japanese I can jump off anything, not afraid to do anything, with a trash can on my head as well, and just oh still God. jump on you. So, um, regardless where she goes, uh, women division is in trouble, so.
1: Um, also, Bianca better pray to God she goes to fucking Raw and not SmackDown. <laughs> because <laughs> Bianca could never beat EO. Nope. Mm-hmm.
0: Nope, 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 nope. All right, night two. Oh, my God. All that was night one. We've got to get to night two. Okay, so we had a pre-show match with uh, a future tag, th- uh, tag title match um, up for grabs. Uh, Kay- Killian, Dana, Drake, Maverick versus Brizango. Killian, Dana, Drake, Maverick come out for the win. Um, again, I didn't get to see this pre-show
2: match. So, uh, uh, Kayla, did you get to see any- Did you get? Ugh. Sorry, did you get to see it? I
1: did not get to see the pre-show match. I give it a solid three. It was funny, but I I feel bad for Drake. (laughs) You got abused? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. All right. So
0: kicked off night two ladder match for the, uh, to determine the undisputed cruiserweight title uh, champion. Excuse me. Uh, Santos Escobar, Jordan Devlin. Uh, Yeah. Santos. I picked Devlin and everything. And uh, so, it's like I was mad that the right per- the my pick didn't win um overall, I think i'm gonna go ahead and give this match I think i'm gonna go ahead and give this match a four. It was definitely good they had their like their good spots and everything that that dive that Devlin did off the top of the uh ladder and everything that was pretty damn sweet and everything but uh I'm gonna give it a four and I apologize for babbling
1: jolie um. I said it at the beginning uh, or in our, our other show in the prediction show that Santos Escobar has the it factor and Jordan, as much as, you know, he's a great wrestler. He just doesn't rank up there with the machismo that Santos has. And he pulled an Eddie with the, uh, you know, telling, Oh, I told the guys to stay in the back, but you know, family doesn't listen. So <laughs> I, I respect the, the lying, the cheating and the interfering. And cause he kind of did tell him to go in the back. With a smile mm-hmm. on his face, so you know I still yeah I I am so happy that Santos is still the the, the the title holder. I love that he brought his son out.
2: That was cute.
1: Um, and had the son put the mask on, so it's like you know passing of the torch with the the Lucha Libre maskus. Um, so I'm 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 very proud and happy that uh, Santos won. So, and I gave that match definitely a solid four and a half.
2: Okay, Kayla. Um, I'll make it short and sweet to the point. Um, the match was. Um, very good. Um, the fact that the ladders and the charisma and everything that was going on the match, um, I predicted Devlin to win, but in a way I'm kind of Escobar, um, shows that he has been running the cruiserweight championship in
1: NXT. Um, I'm going to go with a four. And can Uh we just say that that knockoff of like him headbutting Jordan and he just fell and that ladder imploded. (laughs) <laughs> and he didn't fucking move nope damn nope nope
0: nope 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 ay, ay, ay. all right so um next match uh nxt women's tag titles uh ember moon and shotzi defended against the way EO, um, i'm sorry andy and uh candace larae and before we get into this match uh we definitely want to offer our condolences to shotzi um, because she found out yesterday morning that her father passed away. So, um, I've lost, I've lost a parent. It's not easy at all. So, um, our hearts are with you, girlfriend.
1: Okay. That makes it even better that she won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I give, I'll, I'll start. I'll go ahead. I give, go ahead. That, I, I give that match a solid four. Um, Indy actually showed a lot to me. Uh, I thought she was a lot, uh, more mature in the ring. So I, I definitely, like how she's going, Candace is starting to bore me, unfortunately. No, I mean, I I watched Royal Rumble 2019, no, 2020, one in Houston when Edge came back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I miss that version of Candace. Yeah. I miss the the spunky, the fighter, not the cheater. It's like, you know, I really wish that she would pull herself away from Johnny and stop basically being Johnny's wife. She needs to go back to being her own person, her own superstar. And the way needs to break up. The way needs to go their own way. (laughs) Um, For sure. And I'm just, you had Shotzi really fucking killing herself, jumping out that ring. And, you know, and I, I will say this. They did fuck up night one when they said that Raquel was the first to hold the tag titles and the women title. Yes. 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 Vic came back and he apologized. He said, I was wrong. It was Ember. And you can kind of forgive Vic. He is wasn't there when Ember was. That was Morrow. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I really wish they could have just brought Morrow back for a couple matches because I, I miss Morrow out, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, no, that match, when they won, I was so fucking happy. It was like, she just tweeted out, like, I think that morning or the day before about her dad. And it's like you know, if they make her lose the titles, then fuck you, Triple H. And I was actually going to tweet that. Like, if they lost, like I would have, you would have seen me get banned of Twitter again. Um, because that would have made me so mad. There's certain times that you can pull. Like, if they take the title off her this Wednesday, then that's fine. But like you know, that was her winning was the perfect thing for them to do. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, I give that match definitely a uh, solid. What I say, four and a half or four? Uh, I think you said four. Uh, four and a half was the other one. Solid four, yeah. Um yeah, Candace. Uh you probably don't listen to this, but you, you need to go back to not being like a like I I even hate your theme song. Like your theme song sucks ass. Like it makes it reminds me of Seth Rollins' theme song when he was the church going little bastard. Like, you know, you, you need to upbeat shit again. Like you need to leave your husband's wrestling stable. Not leave your husband, just leave the wrestling stable and find your own way because his way ain't working nope all right Kayla
2: um I was glad that Shotzi and Ember retained um I'm gonna agree with Jolie uh Candace needs to go back to her old way right now she's just annoying as hell um she needs to find her spotlight on her own not without Johnny um if you want to continue to tag team with Indy Hartwell that's up to you but you do need to break away Johnny you need to do you know things on her own um but uh I'm going to give the match a four.
0: All right. Yeah,
2: four. Yeah, four. Is, yeah, definitely
0: four is a good number and everything. Oh, all right. This next, okay, speaking of the way this next match, I don't want to dive into it too much because it's like it, I'm still pissed about the ending on this one. Gargano defending the North American title against Bronson Reed. How Gargano got out of the match with the damn title. Just, I don't I, I, i'm actually gonna do like three and three quarters on this one because i was so pissed off about it kayla
2: gargano winning kind of agitated me and then i don't like i said that was a match i kind of didn't really all the way watch through because i just had that feeling and then when i see Austin austin theory in the ring with him i'm like did he have a part of it or whatever so um if he did that's a way, Johnny. You can't win on your own. Nope. Um, I'm going to go as far as give it a two because, <laughs> Johnny, how the hell did you beat Bronson Reed fair and square? So, yeah, I'm giving it a two. Sorry, bud. No, it's time to lose that title. I don't care who you lose it to at this point. You can um, lose it to Wade Barrett on commentary. It's got to go. And this is
0: nothing against Bronson. This is all against Johnny.
1: Exactly. Jolie? Bronson gets a solid four. Johnny gets a one. <laughs> so that equals out to a three. three. <laughs> um, Bronson fighting because they actually went straight on his ribs a lot in the the gauntlet match, and, and I know he was hurting. So, and so, yeah, no, definitely a solid three match. Johnny, uh, look, you got a choice, bro, and make it quick because we be sick of you.
0: All right, all right, co-main events. First one up. NXT championship, Karrion Cross, Finn Balor. <sighs> Jolie, do you want to say anything real quick? Because I think Kayla just really needs to take the floor on this one.
1: That match is a solid fucking five. Um, and this is the other person, one of the other people that I was alluding to that was their last match in NXT. I feel that Finn is going to go back to main roster because he actually said he didn't realize how long he would be down in NXT. And I think him losing to Karrion, is the best way to propel him back to finding his footing up on main uh i could see him going to smackdown and beating the shit out of seth so solid five and finn possibly going back up to Raw or SmackDown.
0: okay uh i give the match a five as well uh it was back and forth and um very it was like it was like the match we were waiting for kayla
2: the floor
0: is yours
2: um, we announced this on our last episode, um, the Monday before takeover. I did get to meet Finn Balor through the virtual meet and greet. Um, I want to say it was absolute amazing. Um, two minutes, you know, we said good morning. We got on the subject of coffee, how it makes us really pissed off and angry in the morning. Um, and, you know, he was just really down to earth and it was great. And I told him how much of inspiration and everything he's been to me and we asked him about his match of cross and um he said he's a big guy he felt weird going into the match as the under guy and he was the champion being able to get his take on it and being to taught to him was great and I told him I was rooting for him regardless that it was hard for me to choose because I like both but I told him he was what I was going for so I wished him luck that's how that went um second shift I worked so it was kind of hard for me not to look at spoilers so when I got home I watched this match and it was amazing um the the back and forth between it the moves here and there it was like they were testing each other but just how Finn was laughing and Cross was serious it was just it, it was great, like Finn, and then he smacked him, and then Scarlet's expression was just like, "You just slapped Carrie and Cross? Have you lost your mind?" Um, but the um, it was just epic. And then when I knew Finn was getting ready to do, when Finn did the Coup de Gras and Cross kicked out, I knew that was it. He kicked out and put him in the straight jacket, and then it was just everything just clicked, and then he did. Time's up. Knocked him out and got the match. Um, I was glad he got his um, spotlight. Got the title back. He never lost. And uh, Cross, two things, bud. Where was your sportsmanship? You could at least shook the guy's hand. You could have, I don't know, smacked him back or whatever. Um, but uh, also, that match was definitely hard for me, but um, like Jolie said, this might be where Finn can go back up to either Raw or SmackDown. If so, I I hope so, and he can get back on top, dominate. If you don't want to push him to the main roster, title, title, pitcher, give him Intercontinental back, give him United States, something to build him back up. Um, But anyway, if rating-wise, solid five. No If, no ands, no buts. Um, It was a great match. And Cross, I know you probably don't listen to this, but you're killing me with the likes and the retweets and everything on Twitter. Even the one post that I posted, maybe I can get a follow back one day. You liked it. You are killing me. Just go ahead and just hit that follow button. I know you want to. So, um, but congratulations to both Finn and Cross for one hell of a match. And I look forward for Cross to continue to dominate the NXT Championship in NXT and waiting patiently for your next opponent. Was this a, was this? It, did the match come out the way you thought it would or better? It actually came out better than I thought it would. Um, like I said, just, you know, every move that those two had, they threw at each other. Mm. And as many times that Finn tried to do the coup de gras, you know, he was there to dominate it or something. And when he, when the last time he did it and cross rec- countered it into the straight deck, I'm like, okay, that's it. This match is going to end, you know, sure enough, you know, shortly after that it did. Um it came out better than I thought it would.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I honestly would have loved to see them in a no-hold-bars match or, you know, something that they could just throw everything at each other. I think that would definitely be an interesting match, but I, I'm i glad it was th- the way it was, so can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if the Finn doesn't go up to, like, Raw or SmackDown
0: and everything, we could get a trilogy out of them. You never know. I don't Finn know it if it might have... Been- dropped- <laughs>
2: I don't know if it'd be for the title all the time, but... And it might just, like, you know, me we've stated, Jolie stated, you know, we've all stated, that demon's still inside of him. What if this is actually triggering the real demon to come out and he's going to go face him? So, hey, anything's possible. It's WWE. That's true.
1: But he has said that the demon, like, going back to the demon would be a step back. I think he needs to evolve the demon where he doesn't need the face paint. He just needs to find the essence of the demon Mm-hmm. and like you know that all powerfulness but we'll see what happens
0: yeah I mean hell it's like the other day it's like um during the match he came out with like some pain on his chest too so it's just like it, it's there a little bit <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but that was a killer match but that match went first so first thing that came to my mind was is that Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are going to tear the shit out of the CWC and boy did they ever crap i got worried a few times during this match but it was a banger i think it's like yeah we're giving out a lot of fours and fives and stuff like that but they're very well deserved and this one was a solid uh you can go ahead and call this one a solid five as well for me but um kayla go ahead
2: i'll give you a little funny story um this match was a killer it was a banger um funny story is like how you're watching a pay-per-view and he was like oh I'll go I'll go to the bathroom and I won't miss anything you know kind of thing I come back and all I see is Cole and O'Reilly just climbing out of the ramp like what the heck man so I had to go back and watch it then that's all they went through the ramp so it was just like all right no more bathroom breaks for me doing uh, pay-per-views um unless it's a match you really don't care about um but no that match was a killer um they tore it up um Both of them looked good. Um, they probably be hurting for a while. No ifs, no ands, no buts about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was glad that Kyle was finally able to get the upper hand on Cole. Um, I don't know where this will take them next. Um, Regal will probably keep them far away from each other. But if not, I definitely may not see the end of this. I mean, it may be. It may, you know, we don't know how it's going to go. But um, I was i believe it was probably one in my opinion it was probably one of the best last night as far as when it uh at takeover when it comes to payback revenge you did this to us i want payback and kyle got that so solid five for me all right
1: jesta okay what's one of my biggest issues with no holds bards matches that they resort to blood and breaking shit and causing as much internal and external damage. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly made anything that AEW does, no holds barred, look like pussy shit.
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Because
1: this proves they don't need blood. They don't need guts. They don't need all that extra light bulbs or um, all that extra bullshit. You know the 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 cuttings and the all the blood this was a fucking war. This was a fucking war. and like Kayla said, like you know I cringed at some of the hits on on Kyle and that I cringed on some of the hits on on Adelman, and then they brought the they, everything that they did, this match had fucking everything, and you know it didn't need the blood. And I think that's what makes me respect those two competitors even more because they didn't need that. They didn't need to have their face painted. They didn't need to have, you know, gaping wounds. I mean, yeah, they had cuts and bruises uh, from falling through the grate and then Adam deciding to kick in drywall. But that match, like, was a literal fucking war. And I could not, like... Leave my like I, I had it on my phone, and when I got home, it's like the phone didn't leave my hand. The phone did not leave my hand. I could not look away. That's how good that match was, and, you know, I go. I think back to the, the explosion, the explosion, of you know the death match that, Mox and, um, Omega. Thank you. Had. And it's like, why couldn't they do that? Why does it have to be so goddamn stupid? Yes, I get it. Death matches are cool, apparently. But, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people like their faces not looking like fucking tar leather. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure Flair's forehead would look a hell of a lot better if he didn't cut it all the time. Look at fucking Hulk's forehead. It looks like fucking... Grated cheese, with all the all the scars. I mean, and thank you, Raymond James Stadium, for booing the shit out of that man last night. You're here, um, and I actually agree with something that Seth Rollins says. He says he is a legend, but he's a shit human being. I need a drink for that one. Um, but yeah, no, that the Kyle and Adam match again, solid five. And if you give it anything less than that, Meltzer, then you're a fucking moron. Especially if you gave anything that Omega has done uh, a five. Because, yeah, no, go fuck yourself. Um, That match was war. That match was personal. That match was painful. That match was hell. And I honestly wanted to get on Adam's stream the following day, and I wanted to be like, "How the fuck are you standing?" I mean, I, yeah, he's sitting. Was like, "How the fuck are you even moving to sit in a chair to play video games for a couple hours?" Yeah. So it's just like you know, I I, I felt every ounce of pain, every every sense of like you know, like the chain and the chairs. Oh God, and the steps. <laughs> and when you know when he did when he did kyle back on the steps it's like my mind flashed to him when everybody thought that kyle was having a seizure yeah so it's like my mind went like could this trigger you know can that happen uh just those two tore the house down and this is the third person that i think is making his raw or smackdown debut is adam cole yeah adam is an amazing wrestler. Adam is just collecting dust now on NXT. Mm-hmm. Champa, I understand. He says he doesn't want to travel. I get that. I think Triple H gets that. I think he's fine with that. Mm-hmm. Cole, Cole can travel and Cole can go for titles. And I can honestly see him having an instant feud with Drew I can see him having an instant feud with Seth. I can see him having an instant feud with Shinisuke. I can see him having a feud with Cesaro. But there's so many matchups. And so, you know, that is the third person that I think from the takeover that is heading up to Raw or SmackDown. I would prefer that if he were to go up to the main roster or the uh raw or smackdown roster, I would like him to go to SmackDown just because I feel that there are more guys on that roster that he would either feud with or connect with. Mm-hmm. And then I mean on, on SmackDown Raw, there's just too much going on on Raw. And I think that he would get lost in the shovel. So SmackDown I feel is more his style. And I feel that you know he could create a whole nother stable uh if he wanted to with some guys that are just sitting back and catering yeah and he would make them awesome i mean i was kind of hoping that you know bobby fish or roderick strong would show back up you know to help kyle like exit and hold him up high but i guess that's not happening and um earlier we were talking about johnny gargano and kyle tweeted something about you know what's next for him and i said you know you would look good with the north american championship around your waist ooh so um you know we know you can go through war and johnny's a little bitch he's a a bigger bitch than adam cole is right now so i'm pretty sure you you could you could you could uh pull a shana and tap snap nap his ass so can you go do that please and become (laughs) a a north american champion that'd be great (laughs) so yeah though that match was war and takeovers night one and two Delivered far beyond my expectations. WrestleMania Night One, far beyond my expectation. Even when I wasn't able to watch it all, seeing everybody on the stage when they were seeing America the Beautiful. Oh my God, Rhea was crying. Yeah, I saw that. To, you know, even Vince had a tear in his eye. And people yeah. are like, well, why are some of the guys in gear? You know, why? Like, let maybe they were practicing in their gear earlier with other people to get them ready. And, you know, it's kind of easier to wrestle and practice in gear than in sweatpants, because that way you know how to hold a competitor. Right. So uh, bring on night two. I just checked the weather report. It looks like everything is going to clear out around seven o'clock. So everything should be dry by eight. Mm -hmm. So we are looking forward to that and doing our mega episode after WrestleMania. Um, we're, I'm going to be fucking exhausted, but um, this is worth it because this is uh practice for us, hopefully for next year when we uh, find a way to get press passes and get backstage and do cool shit. Hopefully.
0: Oh, oh, my God. I'm already like thinking about so much for next year and everything. It's not even funny. What do you want to say,
2: Kayla? i'm just saying when we were talking about the tears and stuff it felt amazing last night to hear vince mcmahon say welcome to wrestlemania it was just that moment like we're here we're back and um mandy um hashtag bitches be slipping it's kind of funny what you said and uh your tweet about my butt hurts hopefully you're not gonna get a turn like maya jacks that says my hole so you might want to watch your words a little yeah but you know what better no, but anyway at least you didn't pull a titus
0: true <laughs> that's, that's very very true no but uh
2: uh it just basically
0: jo- <laughs> no but jolly you were like saying earlier like you didn't you didn't see how adam was on his stream the next day and everything i watched a little bit of the up Up Down Down Mania yesterday and he was just like sitting there in his chair so it's like it seems like he is like get. it's, it's been a couple days and everything so it's like it, I still don't know how the hell he's <laughs>
1: oh and uh, congratulations Mia Yim for dethroning Shelton Woo-hoo! yes thank god <laughs> it brought back the proper
0: Up Up Down Down title proper
1: I, I enjoyed the picture with uh, Lord Stannis with the title in front of him <laughs>
0: But they, but uh, I did watch the end of that, and uh, Creed uh, made an executive decision. The up up down down title will be their heavyweight championship. The left right left right will be like their intercontinental title.
1: Mm. That's cool.
0: Yeah, he said he'd been waiting to say that for six months.
1: <laughs> Look, they've been waiting to be in front of an audience for over a year. Yeah, and it, this is this has been a well worth wait. Um, like you said, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. I know they they rescheduled all of the European tour, I think, for later this year, hopefully. And they said, because um, they're actually supposed to be in, uh, I think they were supposed to be in May over in England. Oh. And that's when we were hoping that they're supposed to have that one takeover that Finn was supposed to be a part of and that Becky was possibly supposed to be a part of to go against Kaylee Ray.
0: Yeah, we still, yeah, we still need that Dublin one bad.
1: Yeah, All so. Right.
0: All right, so before, okay, one, one last quick, ugh, shoot, one quick thing before I, uh, before we wrap up this uh, part of the uh, recaps and everything, we've been doing a little poll over the last week, um, as far as like, whether or not people would like to see this stream on Twitch in the near future and everything. And so 71% said yes.
1: Okay, bitches. Ball's in your courts. Because I'm working
0: I got- on it. I'm working on it,
1: okay? Because <laughs> like you're like, oh, I need a green screen. Like, I don't need no green screen. I don't care. I just gotta put my underwear away.
0: Well <laughs> no no no. <laughs> no 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 no, no. i, I mean it's like i do want to do like kind of a green screen with our logo in the back for like if i'm on other people's podcast mm. but it's like if on if we're doing ours then um i am i have started cleaning up the back room i'm in the process of cleaning up my back room and everything to turn that into an office so i have like my chairs i've collected i have some of these posters that i've Uh, gotten a hold of and everything so it's like i am gonna work on having like that killer background like yours because it's like i'm jelly
2: (laughs) about that so (laughs) and i have the wrestling figurines and belts and action figures and stuff i just got to organize everything
0: yeah so ladies and gentlemen you will be seeing our face our faces on twitch and youtube in the future and so i'm gonna wrap so that's it i'm wrapping up this recap portion right now because like Julie said we got a monster one later on with um wrestlemania so that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you very much for joining us tune in next time immediately soon uh, as the takeover continues later